Father, we thank you because you have never failed us. You have been good to us. You have brought us from a long way, and we thank you. We give you all of the glory and all the honor. Please speak to us in these moments that we have together. Say something to us that will change our heart and our mind. Give us overcoming power in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. While you remain standing, let's go quickly to the word of the Lord. I'm going to go to 2 Samuel, the ninth chapter. Amen. Good to see everybody today. Glad to. I was just like we were chasing down Brother Marquise. I've been looking for Brother Eric. I went up to the shop and nowhere to be found. So I'm glad to see you today, you and your family and your baby. God bless you. All right. Ninth chapter of Second Samuel. Do you have it? If you have it, say amen. If you need time, say wait. All right. Samuel comes in the line where Joshua judges Ruth. Joshua judges Ruth, first and second Samuel. First and second Kings. Amen. Did that help anybody? All right. If you have it, say amen. All right. God bless you. In the first chapter, uh, in the ninth chapter, rather, the first verse of Second Samuel, it says, And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul? That I may show the kindness of God unto him. And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan has yet a son which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold, thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. He bowed himself and said, Why is thy servant that, what is thy servant that thou should look upon such a dead dog as I am? And he bowed himself. Uh, then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertain to Saul and to all his 
house. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk to you today from these words, God has not forgotten about you. Would you just look at somebody and tell them, neighbor, God has not forgotten about you. Just turn around and point at the person behind you. Tell them, neighbor, God has not forgotten about you. Look across the room and shake your finger and say, neighbor, you over there, God has not forgotten about you. Clap your hands and praise the Lord. Every now and then we need to know that we are still on the mind of God. Every now and then we need to know that someone is still thinking about us, especially in our low moments and the difficult times of our lives, the challenging moments in our lives, we need to know that we are still in the right place and on the right track. Early on in life, early on, especially in your Christian journey, it is easy for us to be excited about possibility and about the future. Have you ever been excited about your future? easy to be excited about the future uh, when you have big plans and it seems like there are no obstacles or challenges in your way. It's easy to be happy about what is to come when it seems like what is to come is coming so easily. When you have a plan and when you have it mapped out and when it seems as if you know that by a particular time these things will happen and that by a particular time you will be in the place where you want to be. But it is difficult to be hopeful and to be grateful and wishful when you find yourself in a place of obscurity, when you find yourself in a place of desolateness, when you find yourself in a place where it seems like there is no way out for you, when you find yourself in a place that you do not desire to be in, it is difficult to continue to keep hope alive. It is difficult to sing and to celebrate and to rejoice when it seems like all hell has broken loose in your life. It, it is difficult to be happy when it seems like there's nothing for you to be happy about. It's easy for us to jump and to shout and to rejoice and to run around the room when it seems like things are going our way, when we just got good news and we just got a promotion on our job and we just got an unexpected check in the mail and we got a clean bill of health from the doctor. But, but it's difficult to come into this place and be happy and be excited with your brothers and your sisters when you just got an eviction notice and it's in your purse this morning. It's difficult when you got a bad letter from the doctor. It is difficult to be excited and to be happy and to rejoice when it seems like everybody that you love has turned their back on you. It is difficult to be excited in those moments when it seems like you are overwhelmed with experiences that are hurtful and that are working against you. It's easy for you to celebrate when you have a whole bunch of friends to celebrate with you. But it's difficult to celebrate when it seems like you're the only one showing up at your 
own party. Uh, when you had to call and throw the party for yourself and the only people that showed up were your enemies and your haters. Uh, I can't get nobody to help me in here today. It is difficult to be excited and to be happy when it seems like everything that could go wrong has gone wrong in your life. When you're in those moments when it seems like you cannot win for losing. Every time you get ahead it seems like there's something or somebody to push you back. Oh yeah, it's difficult. And then it becomes easier and easier for you to find yourself stuck in a rut. Easier for you to get in a place. There are some circumstances, some situations that you have gone through that you have known exactly what to do in order to recover. You knew exactly what to do in order to get out of that situation. You knew exactly how you had to continue to push in order to move forward. But this thing that you went through, it sidetracked you. This thing that you went through, it was difficult and harder than anything that you ever experienced before and this was something because it was a new challenge and it was a new trial it was easier for you to become complacent and to just settle for where you were and to just come to a place where you're almost made up in your mind that I'm just going to give up and I'm just going to accept things for the way that they are huh? oh my god huh? but I just want to take you back in your spiritual mind huh? to the day when you first met God. Uh, I want to take you back to a place uh, where God first rescued you. Uh, I want to take you back to a place in your spirit uh, where God spoke words into your mind and into your heart and into your spirit. Uh, I want to erase for you for this moment uh, every negative memory and every negative experience uh, that you have ever had. I just want to freeze those things for you for a moment uh, and put them to a side. Uh, and then I want to highlight for you uh, if you can go with me uh, I want to highlight the promises of God that he has made to you uh, I want to highlight every positive word uh, that has ever been spoken over your life uh, I want you to remember every good word uh, that God has ever spoken to you today uh, and then for those of you who may be here uh, and you may be a babe in Christ uh, or you may not have made up in your mind yet uh, whether or not you are going to serve God, uh, let me speak something positive in your spirit today. Uh, let me tell you that God's word said, beloved, uh, I wish above all things that you prosper uh, and be in good health uh, even as your soul prosper. Uh, let me put in the atmosphere today over you uh, that God has declared uh, that healing is the children's bread. Uh, let me declare over your life today uh, that you shall live and not die let me declare over your life today that you are the head and not the tail let me declare in here that you are above and not beneath let me declare in here today that you are rich and not poor let me declare in here today that you are well and you are not sick let me declare in here today that God's got a blessing with your name on it and you are next in line for a miracle if you don't mind high five somebody and tell them you're next in line for a miracle you are next in line for a miracle uh, every now and then we need to be reminded uh, of the good 
things that God has said uh, and of the good experiences that we have had uh, and we need to be reminded of the fact uh, that no matter what negativity may be around us uh, no matter what we may be going through right now uh, there is still a moment and an opportunity for us to give God thanks and praise uh, because God's still been good to us uh, let me remind you in here today uh, those of you who are feeling depressed discouraged and despondent uh, those of you who cannot seem to stop yourself from crying uh, those of you who are still pondering over the bad things that have happened to you in your mind uh, let me remind you today uh, that you've got the activity of your limb uh, and the mere fact that you are here uh, lets us know that whatever you're going through uh, it couldn't keep you down uh, because you made it to the house of the Lord today uh, is there anybody here today uh, that will say I thank God uh, that I've come through the water uh, I thank God I've come through the flood uh, I thank God I've come through the fire uh, I thank God I've had ups and downs uh, I've had hurts and pains uh, but I gotta pause a moment uh, and praise God uh, because I thank him because I'm here is there anybody that said, I just thank God uh, because I am here. Uh, now let me be sensitive and compassionate to you today. Uh, let me share with you uh, that my heart does go out to you. Uh, I'm not trying to make light of your situation. Uh, I'm not trying to make light of your experience uh, because I hear some of you speaking to me today. Uh, and I hear you saying, but pastor, uh, I want to be happy. Uh, I want to be excited. Excited, huh? I want to thank God, huh? but you don't know what I've been through. Huh? You don't know my experience. Huh? You don't know the pain that I felt. Huh? I want to shout like everybody else. Huh? I want to run like everybody else. Huh? But I've gone through some things huh? that have been so painful huh? and so hurtful huh? until I don't think uh, that I'll ever be able to recover. Uh, I don't think that I'll ever uh, be able to see the light of day again. Uh, I think that I've gotten into this too deep. Uh, I think I've gone through too much. Uh, I think that I'm too messed up uh, to ever be uh, corrected. Uh, but I want to let you know today uh, that there is no temptation uh, that has come upon you uh, except for that which is common to man. Uh, what are you trying to tell me. Huh? I'm saying that you're not going through anything huh? that somebody else has not gone through. Huh? But if somebody else could go through huh, and come out. Huh? God is no respected person. Huh? You can go through the same thing huh, and come out even better huh, than those that went through before you. Huh? I want you to know that there are some things that you've been through huh, that has killed other people. Huh? There are some things that you've been through huh, that has driven other people out of their mind. Huh? But God preserved you. Huh? He kept you huh, for such a time as this. Huh? And what is to come huh, is better than what's been. Huh? You ought to lift your hand and wave bye-bye huh, to your past because God's getting ready huh, to start a new chapter in your life huh, and it's going to be better. Huh? Somebody holler better. It's going to be better. Uh, yes, so the Bible gives us to know here uh, as we look at 
this young man uh, by the name of Mephibosheth. Uh, I just want to tell you that Mephibosheth uh, is a young man that was not necessarily uh, supposed to be in the place that he was in. Uh, you know the story. We've talked about it before. Uh, Mephibosheth was a young man that was born to royalty. Uh, his granddaddy was the king. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, his daddy was a great warrior. Uh, but something happened to him when he was just a young lad. Uh, Bible gives us to know uh, when he was just a toddler, uh, something happened. And when his father and his grandfather uh, were killed, the Bible said that his nanny ran with him. Uh, and she dropped him in her haste to try to protect him. Uh, and he became lame. He became handicapped uh, because she trapped him. Uh, sometimes people have messed over you or they have messed you up uh, in their good intentions. Uh, everybody that hurt you didn't hurt you because they wanted to hurt you. Uh, but sometimes people hurt us just because they are human. Uh, and sometimes when you are imperfect, uh, your imperfections have a negative effect on somebody else. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, and so the Bible said that because of the condition that the man was in, uh, he did not begin to walk in the lineage or the footsteps of his father and his grandfather, uh, but he was placed down in a place called Lodabar. Lodabar was a place almost like uh, a, a, a hospital. It was a place like a nursing home or a convalescent center. Uh, it was a place where sick people dwelled. Uh, it was not the desirable place to live. Uh, it was not your dream location. Uh, you know we have our dream location and then we have our real location. Uh, we have our dream address uh, and then we have our real ain't nobody ever dreamt about nothing before. Uh, you know where you want to live. Uh, you know on a good day uh, when you are not having anything to do, a nice hot day uh, when you can just get out in your car and roll the windows down uh, and let the breeze blow uh, and you can let the wind come across your brow. Uh, you can allow the wind to blow through your hair uh, or whatever you got on your head. Uh, you can go up the street uh, and you can enjoy yourself getting out of your neighborhood uh, driving in the neighborhood that you want to live in. Uh, not the place where you live but the place that you want. Anybody ever drove through the neighborhood that you wanted to live in? Huh? And you drove real, real slow. Huh? You slowed down. Huh? And you began to look at the houses that you want. Huh? You could imagine what they looked like. You hadn't even been on the inside. Huh? But you can just close your eyes huh? and imagine what it looks like on the inside. Huh? Yeah, you had a good day. Huh? Then you stopped and got you some custard. Huh? You found out what the flavor of the day was uh, and you stopped you didn't go home uh, you stopped and you sat outside uh, and you let the breeze continue to hit you uh, while you continue to relish in your imagination uh, concerning what you desire in your future uh, but then when it's all over you go back to your reality uh, which is not as pleasant or not as comfortable uh, as your dream place to be uh, everybody has had a dream uh, of something that they desire 
desired. Huh? You even had a plan for it. Huh? You had the picture and you cut it out and put it on the refrigerator. Huh? You cut it out and put it on the mirror in the bathroom. Huh? You knew that you would be making a certain amount of money and you would be able to do what you wanted to do huh? by a certain time, but it did not happen. Huh? Somebody say it didn't happen. Huh? What do you do when it didn't happen? Huh? What do you do when what you want to happen doesn't happen? Huh? What do you do when what you planned for went sour? Huh? What do you do when what you expect and what you hope for huh? doesn't happen? Huh? What do you do when your dream doesn't come to fruition? Huh? But instead of your dream happening, huh, your worst nightmare happens. Huh? What do you do huh, when you find yourself huh, in a place like Mephibosheth huh, who was supposed to be in the palace huh, but instead of being in the palace huh, he ended up in the ghetto. What, 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 what do you do when you end up in Lodabar? Uh, a place that puts you out of place. Uh, have you ever been in a place that did not feel comfortable to you? Uh, you knew that it was your place of residence, but it just didn't seem like the right place for you. Uh, you said, I feel different. Uh, there's something about me that is different than my environment. Uh, have you ever been on a job uh, and you couldn't connect to the people on the job uh, because there was something about you that was different than the people on your job? Uh, have you ever been in a group of people uh, and it seemed like everybody around you looked like you? Uh, there was no difference between the way that they look or dress than you, uh, but there was something different about the way that you felt about yourself uh, that it hindered you from being able to connect to those individuals. Uh, yes, well that is probably how this young man must have felt uh, all of these years living down in Lodabar. Uh, now isn't it interesting, I'm sure that if he was five years old when he had this accident, he was old enough to remember his lineage. He was old enough to remember his father and his grandfather. Huh? But he was in this place, but it seemed like nobody recognized or identified him huh? because there was nothing about him that stood out. Huh? Have you ever been in a place where it seemed like you should not have been there, huh? but nobody identified or recognized you? Huh? And so because of that, you just blended in and you assimilated through association uh, have you ever just did whatever you had to do just to fit in uh, just to become comfortable at least to the degree that you were able uh, in a particular place uh, oh my god uh, early on I can imagine that he probably felt like I won't be here forever uh, because I am royalty uh, but over time as things did not change uh, and instead of getting better they got worse uh, instead of being able to heal and get better huh? he I'm sure was hopeful and wishful huh? that one day perhaps things would get better huh? maybe I'll be able to walk again huh? maybe I'll be able to fend for myself again huh? but over time when what you begin to hope for does not happen huh? you will begin to become discouraged huh? is there anybody that's ever become discouraged before huh? because of the fact that what you were hoping for didn't happen in the time that you were expecting 
expecting it to happen uh, and discouragement set in it blocks your view uh, of having any hope for victory in your future uh, at a particular time in your life you felt like this thing is going to pass uh, and I'm going to get over this but when it doesn't happen uh, you feel like maybe I'll never get over this uh, he stayed down there in Lodabar uh, for a great number of years in his life uh, everything he did he had to depend on somebody else to do it for him uh, he was totally dependent on individuals uh, to take care of him uh, what a miserable position it must have been in uh, to be at the mercy of somebody else uh, isn't it a bad place to be in uh, where you have to depend on somebody else uh, to do for you what you aren't really able to do for yourself uh, and then who knows how they treated him while he was down there uh, because how many of you know that sometimes when people uh, have the upper hand and the advantage over you uh, many times they are not as nice to you uh, as they should be uh, because they are power tripping uh, have you ever ran into anybody that was on a power trip uh, they wanted to abuse and misuse you uh, because they knew that you were weak and vulnerable uh, and knew that you couldn't help yourself ah uh, uh, yeah they wanted to manipulate your mind uh, they knew that you were fragile and frail uh, and so they did whatever they could do uh, to try to whip you down uh, the bible said uh, that he categorized himself as being a dead dog who knows why he thought of himself uh, as being a dead dog? Uh, could it be because of the fact uh, that maybe, just maybe, somebody remembered uh, who his granddaddy was? Uh, maybe somebody remembered who his daddy was? Uh, and because they knew who he was, uh, they wanted to make sure uh, that he did not get puffed up uh, because they were jealous of him uh, because of where they came from. Uh, he was not born in Lodi bar uh, but he was born in the palace uh, maybe there were those that were born in Lodabar uh, that were jealous of him because of where he came from uh, and so because of the fact that they knew that he was royalty uh, they did all that they could do to try to put him down uh, they said everything that they could say to him to try to make him feel bad about himself uh, they told him he wasn't nothing uh, he wasn't ever gonna be nothing uh, he wasn't gonna be successful uh, have you ever encountered anybody uh, that was just a hater huh? just a hater huh? they said things to you huh? to try to convince you huh? that you didn't have any value or quality huh? they said things to you huh? to try to shoot down your dreams and vision huh? you told them about where you wanted to live huh? you told them about your dream huh? but just every time you told them huh? about the things you had in mind huh? they told you you'd never accomplish it huh? they told you that your credit is too bad huh? They told you, who do you think you are? Huh? They told you, it ain't nothing. Huh? And you began to believe it. Huh? Because the more you heard it, huh? the more you believed it. Huh? And the Bible said, as a man thinketh in his heart, huh? so is he. Huh? And they told you, you were nothing but a dirty dog. Huh? And so you began to believe it. Huh? And you began to act like it. Huh? Oh, my God. Huh? Isn't it interesting huh? how we have to be careful huh? who we share our heart's desire with? Huh? We got 
gotta be so careful uh, who we share our business with. Uh, we gotta be so careful uh, who we tell our dreams to uh, because everybody's not happy uh, about what you believe God is gonna do. Uh, everybody's not happy uh, about where you're trying to go. Uh, we could be so much further uh, if we hadn't told people uh, about what we saw in the future. Uh, now we got to fight uh, against every negative word. Uh, now we got to fight uh, against every liar. Uh, now we got to fight uh, against the backbiter. Uh, now we got to fight uh, against the hater. Uh, oh, but I just came to tell you uh, that I may be in Lodabar. Uh, I may be in the valley, uh, but it doesn't change who I am. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you ought to be glad that I live on your block. Uh, you ought to be glad that I'm on your neighborhood. Uh, you better be glad I'm on your row uh, because the mere fact that I'm sitting by you uh, adds value to your life uh, because I am somebody. I dare you uh, to look at somebody and say, I am somebody. Uh, tell them you ought to be glad to be sitting next to me. Oh yeah, the Bible tells us here that as he sat there and as he stayed there and as he waited, there is something in waiting. There is a lesson to be learned in waiting. Everything that is good does not happen overnight. And sometimes in order to receive the good out of circumstances in your life, you've got to go through some things that are bad. Every now and then, the bad will produce that which is ugly. I am convinced that the hand of God was on Mephibosheth from the very time of his inception. But if we are to look at the historicity of his father and his grandfather, he comes from a lineage of unresolved issues. He had a grandfather that started out right but became evil. He had a grandfather that was anointed by God but was insecure cure uh, and began to become jealous and hateful uh, and to his demise uh, his hatred on the inside uh, caused him to lose his life uh, and I believe that God loves us so much uh, that he does not want us to repeat the same mistakes uh, of our predecessors. Uh, I believe that God loves us so much uh, that he does not want us to be uh, in the same position as somebody else who has ruined their life. Uh, God loves us so much uh, that every generational curse uh, that has been attached to our name through the lineage, uh, he loves us so much much uh, that he wants to position us uh, so that the generational curses can be broken. Uh, I just came to tell you today that I don't care what your daddy did. Uh, I don't care what your mama did. Uh, I don't care what your sisters and brothers did. Uh, you don't have to end up the same way that they ended up. Uh, you may not have the same pleasure that they had right now uh, but if you can sacrifice right now, uh, if you you can cry now you'll laugh later if you can wait now you'll party later if you can give up now you can have it all later and so I believe that one of the reasons why Mephibosheth had to suffer is because God wanted to teach him a lesson God did not want him to make the same mistake of his predecessor because if he had of immediately inherited everything that his daddy and granddaddy had. Uh, he may have also inherited the same 
arrogant and self-righteous haughty attitude and spirit and the Bible tells us that a haughty spirit comes before destruction is there anybody here that said it was what I went through that caused me to be humble I had to go through some embarrassment I had to go through some shame I had to be lied on I had to take some food stamps I had to take some government assistance I had to take a hand-me-down in order to get to where I was going but it taught me how to be humble I don't have to be stuck where I am but God let me be there so that he could save my life I'm not embarrassed anymore I'm not ashamed about it but I want to thank God because humiliation is what saved my life is there anybody here that said I thank God for the storm I thank God for the test because it saved my life I wouldn't be in church today if I hadn't gone through is there anybody here that said I came to church because I was hurting I came to church because I just came out of a bad relationship I came to church because I just got laid off from my job I came to church because I just got a bad word from the doctor I came to church because my kids were driving me crazy I came to church because I was hurting on the inside but when I got here I found God and he changed my life if he changed take 10 seconds and go crazy giving God praise up in here so the Bible said the Bible said and here's where I close. The Bible said that, that David, who was a friend of Mephibosheth's father, and who came after as a successor of Saul, Bible said that, that David, before he closed out the memory of his friend, uh, he said, I just want to know, uh, is there anybody? Uh, that is left of the house of Saul uh, that I may show kindness to. Uh, and the Bible said that there was one by the name of Ziba that came forth. Uh, and when Ziba came forth, the Bible said uh, that David said, I want to thank you for coming forth, but is there somebody else? Uh, I heard about you, but I know that you are not one of the sons. Uh, I want to know, is there somebody that's from the lineage uh, that's been waiting on this breakthrough? Uh, and the Bible said that he said, well, there is still one uh, by the name of Mephibosheth. Uh, who is down in Lodabar uh, in the house of Mekir uh, and the Bible said that David called for Mephibosheth uh, and said Mephibosheth come forth uh, and Mephibosheth came forth and when he came forth uh, what I love about Mephibosheth uh, is that when he came forth it came with the right attitude uh, many times God can't bless you and I uh, because we got a bad attitude uh, you ought to ask somebody what's your attitude like uh, 
Sometimes we're not postured or positioned uh, to receive a miracle uh, because we've got the wrong spirit uh, and we've got the wrong attitude. Uh, but the Bible said that Mephibosheth came forth uh, and he got down on his knees uh, and he said, yes, sir, uh, your servant is here. Uh, and the Bible said that David said, get up. Uh, I want to talk to you for a moment. Uh, I know what you've been through. I know that you've had to suffer. Uh, I know that you've had to go through. Uh, what I love about God uh, is that he will remember. Uh, God will remember. Uh, he'll remember your name. Uh, God will remember. Uh, he'll remember what you went through. Uh, and what I love about God uh, is that he is compassionate. Uh, he has all kind of mercy uh, toward his people. Uh, what I love about him uh, is that he remembers the pain. Uh, he remembers the hurt. Uh, he remembers the shame uh, but what I love uh, what I love about God uh, is that not, though, not only will he remember uh, what you had to go through uh, but he will remember uh, he'll remember the promise uh, that was made to you uh, I love God uh, because he will remember uh, what his word said that it will do uh, and so the Bible said uh, that he's to him and he said Mephibosheth I want to restore unto you everything that you lost. Mephibosheth I want to thank you for your humility. I want to thank you for being patient. I want to thank you for waiting on your promotion. I want to thank you because you're not bitter. I want to thank you because you could have come when I called you and you could have said what took you so long. I want to thank Thank you huh, because you never wrote me a letter. Huh? I want to thank you huh, because you never tried to take advantage huh, of me having succeeded your father huh, and not you. Huh? I want to thank you huh, because you waited your turn. Huh? But now huh, I'm getting ready to restore you. Huh? I want to thank you huh, because I know you were eating porridge huh, down in Lodabar. Huh? I know you didn't get good health care. Huh? I know that you didn't get good attention huh, down in Lodabar. Huh? But I want to tell you huh, that it ain't over. Huh? I want to tell you huh, that I've got you huh, on my mind. Huh? I want to tell you huh, that my God uh, has given me a compassionate heart for you uh, and God will remember uh, yes he will uh, well I just came through here to tell somebody uh, that God uh, has not forgotten about you uh, I know you've been crying uh, I know you've been suffering uh, I know you've been going through uh, I know you've been suffering in your mind uh, and suffering in your heart uh, I know that you thought it was over for you uh, and that you'd never be able to recover uh, but I want to tell you that God has got you on his mind I want to tell you that no matter how long the day and how dark the night weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning it's over yes it is I don't know what you've been going through I don't know what your story is but I come to tell you that God is calling your name I come to tell you that the worst is behind you and the best is yet to come I come to tell you that God got a blessing with your name on it I know that you've had to cry I know that you've had to suffer I know that you've been lied on I know that you've been abused and mistreated but I tell you that God 
passing a word uh, of restoration uh, in the house. Uh, what the devil uh, meant for evil, uh, he tried uh, to destroy you. Uh, he tried uh, to drive you crazy. Uh, he tried uh, to hurt your feelings. Uh, he tried uh, to make you cry. Uh, but no weapon uh, formed against you uh, shall prosper. Uh, every tongue uh, that rises uh, up against you uh, in judgment uh, shall be condemned. Uh, when the enemy uh, comes in uh, like a flood, uh, the spirit uh, of the Lord uh, will lift up uh, a standard uh, against the enemy. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, no matter uh, what you've seen, uh, no matter uh, where you've been, uh, God will uh, bring you out. Uh, God will uh, turn around. Uh, I come to tell you uh, that late uh, in the midnight hour, uh, God will uh, turn around. Uh, God will uh, turn around. Uh, it ain't over uh, until God uh, said it's over. Uh, I come to tell uh, some mother uh, that's praying uh, for her child. Uh, keep on uh, praying. Uh, keep on uh, believing. Uh, I come to tell uh, some man uh, that can't seem uh, to get ahead. Uh, can't seem uh, to provide uh, like you want to. Uh, I come to tell you, uh, keep on believing. Uh, keep on trusting. Uh, keep on believing. Uh, don't give up. Uh, don't quit. Uh, God will uh, see you through. Uh, I come to tell uh, somebody uh, that got bad news uh, from the doctor. Uh, pain uh, is in your body. Uh, God will uh, deliver. Uh, God will uh, heal. Uh, God will uh, set you free. Uh, it's time uh, to come out uh, of Lodabout. Uh, it's time uh, to come out uh, of depression. Uh, it's time uh, to come out uh, of your shame. Uh, it's time uh, to come out uh, of your pain. Uh, wave your hand uh, and say, I'm coming out uh, with my hands up. Uh, I'm coming out. 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 I may be down, but I ain't out. I may be going through, but it ain't over. Tell somebody, it ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. Ain't over. Yeah. like this well if you believe you're coming out let's just take a minute and give God a praise break come on real quick just praise him yes When I, I've told, I told y'all this before, but I'm going to tell you, when I was, ooh, when I was a kid, 
we we didn't play many card games we didn't play spades and poker and all that kind of stuff and we sure didn't play it at the church picnic like y'all do today but we could play one game y'all know the family card game who can say it uno in uno you got about seven cards and the objective of the game was to see who could have the fewest amount of cards and be able to declare uno and to be able to align with the card color that was on the table and be out of the game. In the course of the game, as it appeared as if you may have been on your way to getting out, somebody would throw down a draw four. And you'd be further away from getting out of the game. Then when it's your turn again, you got all yellow cards in your hand and the color is blue. And then you got to draw another card to your hand. Then when it's your turn again, the card that you drew was the color that was on the table, but before you could put your card down, somebody changed the color. Then when it was your turn again, somebody threw down a reverse. And they reversed the order. And you got further and further away. But finally you got to a place where you were down to one card away from being out. And somebody, when it was your turn and you were almost getting ready to be out of the game and make it to victory, somebody would throw down a skip. But it was at that moment that you held on to your one card. And you said, Lord, if I could just get one more chance. You didn't know what was in everybody else's hand, but every time it went around the table, nobody had what was on the table. And you, they would pull and it wouldn't be the color. They'd still be there. By the time they got around to you, somebody thought they were doing something because they changed the color. Because they thought that they knew what was in your hand. But I dare to look at somebody and say, you don't know what's in my hand. And see, God had a card that, that he was holding out just for you. And there's a card called a wild card. Anybody, anybody know about a wild card? And, and the wild card, you can throw down. It doesn't matter what the color is. The wild card, you can throw down on any color. And when you threw that wild card down, you were the winner of the game. I just came to tell somebody that you may have had to pick up some problems along the way. Somebody may have given you a setback by throwing a reverse. And then the devil may have skipped over you. 
But I want you to know that just because you skipped over doesn't mean you ain't going to win. Is there anybody in here today that say, I've been skipped over, but I'm still going to win. I've been skipped over, but I still have a chance. If you got the victory, you ought to praise him. If you got the victory, you ought to praise him. 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 Come on and praise Come on and praise him. Wait a minute. What I do like about this is that what God has for you, it is for you. Now, even though David called, he was really looking for Mephibosheth. When, when the servant Ziba came forth, David rescued him too. But he said, I got a specific blessing that is just for Mephibosheth. You don't have to be jealous of nobody because David blessed Ziba. But he had a blessing that was just for Mephibosheth. If you're not a hater. If you're not a hater. Which is rare today. Because we got so many haters amongst us. Ziba could have lied. And said ain't nobody else down there. But he said you know what I'm confident. That the king gonna do something for me. I ain't selfish. I ain't stingy. I just whatever you got for me, I'll take it. So he left the king's house and went back to Lodabar to tell Mephibosheth that the king is calling your name. If you ain't a hater, and I I, I just can't believe. That really, that the celebration that took place between Mephibosheth and Ziba was a great one because ain't nothing like celebrating with somebody who know what you've been through. If you ain't a hater, I dare you to get out of your seat and go find somebody who look like God has made a promise to them and tell them, wake up. God got a blessing with your name on it. Find somebody and say, wake up. God's got a blessing with your name on it. And say, let's party. It's time to celebrate. It's time to. It's time.
without a doubt that he will bring me out what God has for me it is for me God has for me, it is for me, I know without a doubt that he will bring you out, what God has for me, it is for me today you're here I want to make an appeal I want to make an appeal for salvation today and restoration you know that your life is not where it needs to be with God and you want God to change your heart and your mind be your Lord and your Savior I want to pray for you today I'm going to say a simple prayer, and once I say amen, if that's you, you say, I want to give my heart to God. I want to come out of Lodabar. I want you to come down to this altar. Father, bless these individuals in Jesus' name. Prick their heart and cause them to have a mind to be changed. Give them victory and make them overcome or save somebody today. Don't let our preaching be in vain, but let it be for the advancement of your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate God. The altar is open. Walk out of your seat. Walk out of your seat and come down. You know you need God. Come on. <laughs>